Richard is going to come and speak to us now. Um, Let me just pray for him as he comes forward. Lord, we thank you for Richard. We thank you for your anointing upon him. And we, Father God, ask you to speak mightily through him this morning and bless him and us, we pray. In your precious name, amen. Well, good morning, everyone. Yeah, Um, it's good to be here again. As Jackie said, it's been a a momentous week in many ways. Um, And... um, I had planned to speak on First John. If you, if you have a Bible and you want to ter- turn to First John, I will continue to speak on First John. Um, uh, but I, I struggled to write the message um, or just to get the ideas together. And usually when that happens, I should learn my lesson. Usually means something's going to happen at the weekend that either it just gets chucked out or um, things change. Anyway, so um, maybe I should have realized this was going to be an unusual Sunday. Um, so anyway, uh, first John, we'll get to that in a second, but um, I'm sure we've all mentioned it's in some part something to do with the Queen uh, this week around the tables, um, and uh, it's one of those things, you, you probably all knew what you were doing when you heard the news on, on Thursday, uh, we were sitting around the dinner table and, and my daughters, of course, were getting text messages, which is how we found out, and, um, uh, and so... Yeah, it's just that moment, isn't it, where we, as a nation, we've, we realise we've, this, this great loss has happened. Um, and I've heard a number of people say, oh, just, in fact, just on our food bank session on, on Friday morning, the volunteers were saying, just, I, just, I knew it w- wasn't going to happen, obviously, but we just thought she would just last forever. You know, that, that kind of sense that, um, well, for most of us here, the Queen has been the Queen for all of our lives, right? I'm going to say that for everybody. That will make it... Yeah, that, that's, that's the case. Um, and so there's this sense of reordering, disorientation. Um, my wife, who is not a Boris fan, she said um, when Theresa May, uh, you know, made her announcement, she just like, where's Boris? I want Boris back, you know, because everything's changed this week, you know, in a way, you know, um, and... Um, and what with COVID and the economy and then the war and then the prime minister and now the queen, it's just like everything's blown up. And um, the Bible talks, you know, people like to talk about, oh, what's going to happen at the end of the world? I think the Bible a lot of the time talks about the end of the world as we know it. You know, when Jesus was asked, uh, well, you know, look at these buildings, he said, in the, in the temple. And he said, this is all going to come down. You know, and he wasn't necessarily talking about the end of the world as in, like, that's it, end of the story. But he was saying the end of the world as you know it is coming. So then how are you going to live? And that, that was a lot of his message. Anyway, I won't go off on that today. Um, so it's a time of grief, is it not, for all of us? Um, and and I, I always find that when someone else is grieving, it stirs in us our ungrieved grief. I call it ungrieved grief. Does that, do you know what I mean? It's kind of the, the things that we've lost ourselves and the, and the pains and the sorrows that we felt, even though we may well have dealt with it and processed it, even though it might have been a long time ago when whenever the, the thing is that we're, we're feeling, it does stir something up in us, uh, all of us. Um, and I think, if I'm honest, we struggle to find ways of dealing with that together, uh, as a church community, 
we don't know really what songs to sing. We don't know quite what to say or how to put it. And uh, one of the things I would just love to explore in my life is, is just how we grieve together because it's, it's painful. We become fragile and it's all very raw and all that kind of thing. Um, anyway, I've noticed one thing we, uh, uh, we do do, and, and the politicians have done this, and many people have done this, is we like to remember, don't we? We like to remember the Queen, and we like to tell the stories of, of, of the Queen. There was, Theresa May told some story about cheese falling on the floor. Did you read that one? Uh, that was a funny story. If you look that one up, I didn't quite catch it all. And, um, and actually, coming back to Boris, actually, I thought Boris's uh, words about uh, the Queen were, were amazing. Um, we like to tell our stories of connection, don't we? Sort of, um, has, has anyone met the Queen here? Well, I'm going to tell my story, um, which some of you probably already know, but if you, if you, if you haven't, I'm going to tell it anyway. Um, it's a bit of a running joke in our church. So um, 2016, so I'm a musician. Um, that's my, my other life. And um, in 2016, for some reason, completely out of the blue, I got a call to do a gig at St. Paul's Cathedral. That's what I was told. It's, and it's something to do with the palace, is what I was told. I, didn't, I hadn't clocked that it was the Queen's 90th birthday that year. <clears throat> I hadn't clocked that it was anything to do with that. So I just kind of... And then he, he told me how much I was going to get paid. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely doing it. You know, it was kind of like good money. Um, <clears throat> and it was televised. And so you, when, you, when anything's televised, you get a fee for that as well. And if it goes on a repeat, you get a fee for that as well. So I'm like, I'm, yep, yep, I'm free. Even if I'm not free, I'm free. Um, and anyway, it turned out that it was... It turns out it was, it was the Queen's 90th um, birthday celebrations at St. Paul's Cathedral. And so I was sitting... If you know the cathedral, you've got the choir stalls. I was sat in front of the choir stalls, pretty much at the front. I had just two musicians in front of me. And then I had the royal family, pretty much with Florin is there. The royal family was there. And then the Queen walked towards me um, <laughs> as she came down the, the aisle... Um, and then came and sat um, just about there, and the, all the royal family's there, and I got to play music for her. That's as close as I've been. But I have to tell you, it was probably, you know, it's just one of the most amazing things I've ever done, really. And, and I, you know that the whole world is watching. You've got the, the grandeur of St. Paul's Cathedral, which I've never, don't think I've ever actually been in, because when I was a student and I lived in London, you had to pay to go in. It's like, well, I'm not going to do that. And this time I got paid to go in. And, you know, and you look at the ceiling and then you look at all the, the people here and then behind them are all the politicians and all of that kind of stuff. And the sounds as well, just amazing, amazing. Um, and then so people afterwards, they ask you, well, what's it like? You know, and I'm, the reason why I'm telling you is because people want to know what was it like. You know, the, but at the end of the day, she's just a lady as well. She's the queen uh, and, and, and all of that stuff that goes with her and, and the, the, the grandeur and the... But also the humility, it's all there in a person. Amazing. So coming back to First John, <laughs> a bit of Bible now, um, I think all of that's, that's where we are at the moment. That's, that's just how we are as a nation, and, and no doubt there'll be other stories told. But I just want to read you from First John, um, just the very first few verses. It says this, That which was from the beginning, which we heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched. This we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared. We have seen it and testified to it. And we proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you 
what we have heard and seen, so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We write this to make our joy complete. I had to re-prepare this message for today, and then um, even just as I was reading it again this morning, that thing, because uh, I, I had a gig last night and I got home late, and Louise, my wife, was watching the, the royal trumpet. I love the sound of fanfare trumpets. I'm a nerd like that. Uh, and there's all those, there was proclamation, wasn't there? This is the, you know, basically this is the king now. And it was just occurred to me here, this is what John is doing. He's proclaiming. It's like we need to sound some trumpets here. This proclaiming, proclaiming, proclaiming. So in these times of disorientation, when we thought something that would last forever, ever, even though we, the back of my minds, we knew she wasn't going to, but even we, we just thought she was going to last forever. And there are many things in our lives that we just hope, I hope this just lasts forever, you know, at least for my lifetime, <laughs> you know, those kind of things. Um, and and when, they, when they don't, when it all comes tumbling down, this is what John says to us, the, the writer of this, this scripture, he says, we proclaim that which was from the beginning, the word of life, eternal life that was with the Father. That's what we proclaim to you. When things crumble and they fall, things die, things get turned upside down, we proclaim eternal life, that, was which, that was, which was from the beginning. When everything changes, we have a king who remains eternal and unchanging. And so this morning with John, and notice he's saying we as well. He's not just saying I proclaim this to you. He's, he's joining with all the people that are with him and say we proclaim to you, I proclaim to you, Jesus, the Son of God. And just as we like to hear now the stories of the queen, don't we, we want to and remember those stories. And even if you know, somebody waved a flag when they're three years old, well, actually, there's a point of connection there. Um, and, and, and there's something to remember. And just as we yearn to hear those stories, and, uh, and as I say, there'll be loads that come out in the days ahead. So John tells us of his closeness. He says, we have heard. We have seen. We have looked upon. We have touched this real person. I didn't quite get to touch the Queen, um, as it was the security on that day. It was pretty lax. Nobody checked my case at all. I've, I've, done, I've played for the Queen actually once before when I was at Guildford Cathedral, but I didn't, she was a long way off. And I was like, everything, the, the car was bomb-checked, you know, the mirrors and things. I just walked into St Paul's at this, uh, with just, we're all kind of, yeah, we're musicians, all right. But I think if I'd gone up to her and, you know, I think it would have been a rugby tackle and a probably gun to the head or something on live TV. Maybe that I would have made a name for myself. Um, anyway, but I can tell you for certain, though, she's a real person. She's a real person. She was a real person. And just in the same way John is saying to us, this Jesus, this is not a figment of our imagination. This is not something um, that, you know, is a fairy tale from a long ago. Jesus is saying, uh, John is saying, we heard him. We saw him. We looked upon him. We touched him. He's a real person. And so we want to know, what's he like? So John isn't talking about, you know, some kind of theories of the, the Messiah. You know, he's not talking about speculation or he's, he's, this is not tabloid gossip. This is not archive footage. Some of it is like my mum said, why are they playing the same thing over and over again? You know, 
It's not archive footage that's going on a loop here. This is real, first-hand, I've seen him. First-hand physical experience. This is the man who had direct contact with Jesus. And why is he telling us this? He says, I'm writing this to you. I'm proclaiming this to you so that you can have fellowship, communion, community with me and us. And our fellowship is with the Father and the Son. I mean, imagine that if I'd said, look, on that day I'd met the Queen and she said, look, I've been always wanting some tuba player to come and play for me personally. Come back and we'll have some tea together. Imagine if that had happened. And, um, <clears throat> okay, now I am fantasizing. And imagine then I said to you guys, look, come round. The Queen's met a tuba player and her life is now complete, but she wants to meet you guys as well. You know, but that's the kind of thing that's happening here. John is saying, look, I've seen him. I've heard him. I've touched him. He wants you to join me with him. That we will be drawn into a direct contact with Jesus. Except the thing is, Jesus, um, John, keep getting my, my J's up, mixed up here. John doesn't describe Jesus in these terms. He says of Jesus, he doesn't call him by name. He says that which was from the beginning. That's his description. I mean, how else do you describe the source of life, the origin of everything? How, how would you go about that? How do you, the one who's always existed, the one who was the, the Alpha and the Omega, the Bible also describes him as, the one through whom all things are made, everything is made for him, through him, to him. How do you describe that person? Call him the word of life, call him eternal life, that was which, which was with the Father. How do you describe that energy which was right from the beginning, always there? But John says, this word of life has appeared to us. And we've seen and we've heard and we've touched the source of eternal life. And, and I don't think he's just meaning eternal life as in when we die, we'll just keep going. I think he's saying right here and now, plug yourself into the electricity point here because this is life now, eternal life now, which always was and always will be, and it is in Christ. A life that is vibrant, a life that is full of meaning, a life that overcomes death, a life that was from the very beginning and will go to the very end. That which was from the beginning, the word of life, eternal life which was with the Father, has appeared to us. We have seen him, we have heard him, we have touched him. So John wants you to know him, like really know him. This is the one who had direct contact with Jesus, and he's saying, we proclaim what we've seen and we've heard. We've had fellowship with him, and we want you to have fellowship with us, and we want you to have fellowship with him. Eternal life. It's appeared to us. So to finish with, just in these times where everything is turned on its head, everything's you know, there's just so much turmoil. Even if the Queen hadn't died, actually, this, it would have been still, we're all still all over the place, aren't we? I think John says to us, know this Jesus. Know this Jesus. That was which was from the beginning. This is the one I proclaim to you, the eternal one. And he wants to draw you in communion with him because there may be more turmoil. I mean, you know, there may be a whole load of other stuff that happens. And that may be on our, pers in our personal lives, or it may be on a national or even an international level. But the one thing I can guarantee you that will continue to be steadfast is that Jesus will remain.
Jesus will remain. And those that build their life with that foundation, even I'm not saying it makes, it e- makes everything easy, but it does bring a point of, of, of um, foundation and an anchor that through the storms, what's the song say? Through the storms, he is Lord, Lord of all. Let's pray. Eternal God, ever-present, Lord of lords, King of kings, that which was from the beginning, word of life, eternal life, open our hearts to receive you and to know you. We thank you that your desire is that we have fellowship with you and with those who are yours. Let us know you, particularly in this time of loss and grief as a nation. Lord, we look to you as our, the one who will last forever and the one who is always there for us and the one who has welcomed us in Jesus. And I pray for all of us as we go through pain and 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 grief and disorientation maybe it may not be due to the queen or maybe other things whatever it is lord um, let us at the same time know the constancy and the faithfulness and the unending love of our god in jesus come by your spirit and minister this to us we ask have mercy on us lord have mercy on us lord have mercy on our nation Lord, have mercy on our, the royal family. Lord, have mercy on our leaders. And Lord, have mercy on us. In Christ our Lord. Amen.